106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessing Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Myself, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Unger answering phones, and Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder joining us today. Thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. How's Josh today? Good. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. day. Oh, very beautiful. Oh, my day. word, is it gorgeous out. Holy cow, folks. What do we got now? 63 degrees right now. Yep. Awesome outside. If you haven't been outside, it is absolutely a gorgeous Colorado, what we call the Chamber of Commerce Day. Blue sky. It is, it's just absolutely gorgeous. For all of you that listen to Fix It Radio, Fix It Radio, our first hour there a moment ago where we talked with, with a public adjuster and talked about fire damage and all those different things, thank you so much for listening. And a lot of you chimed in. And, folks, I really do appreciate that. And I'm, I, my son says I'm not very sensitive. And I'm sorry if it came across as not being sensitive. I, I'm sensitive, but I'm trying to help people at the same time get the emotions out of it move forward with what has to happen to me to be made whole again because unfortunately in those sorts of situations even in auto accidents and so on the same thing happens if you get too emotionally involved in something it does affect your ability to get things fixed and handled right and folks let me let me say this and I'm not trying to beat the insurance companies up they're not your friend and they'll play on that yeah, and it's a process. You've seen it, Josh. Yeah, me and my wife, we have a townhouse that caught fire back in January, and we're still, still working dealing with to get it, right? it back together. Yeah, it's, it's so a the, process. Believe me, <laughs> folks, the insurance companies will, will work on that. I've seen them do it when it comes to cars. Uh, you'll see it happen when it comes to houses and any other types of losses. Uh, you know, Again, the insurance company's job is to save the company money. That's what the adjuster's job is. The adjuster's job is not to make you whole. Now, they'll tell you that it is. Right. <laughs> and some do a better, and I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. In some cases, some do a better job than others. But their ultimate job is to not make you whole. It's to save the insurance company money. Yeah, and they have a different uh, you know, side of whole than maybe you do. <laughs> Great point, Josh. Yes, you're exactly right. So, again, we've got the lines open, 303-477-5600. Anything you got for us question-wise on anything, you know, car, truck related, you name it, we're here to answer it. The question of the day in honor of Halloween. Horror movies with cars and trucks. That's today's question of the day. Give us what your favorite horror movie, you know, Halloween movie, scary film, whatever you want to call it, what that is that involved cars and trucks. And by the way, there's more than you would think. There is. So you guys can go, you know, do some research and, you know, figure out what your favorite one is and let us know, 303-477-5600. In other news, I did want to mention this today. Uh, I noticed this was out on Fox 31 News the other day. We've known this has been an issue uh, for a while now. But used pickup trucks, there's a big shortage, not just in Colorado, but nationwide. So used trucks have gone up in value immensely. That means the theft is also going up immensely. I know because I lost a truck not that long ago uh, to theft, and it happens. So... 
Uh, yeah, by the way, if anybody in the Parker area sees a really nice Mega Cab 2016 Cummins 3500 running around, which, by the way, has no markings on it to say that it's a Ram or that it's a 3500, but it's got really nice pinstripes down the side. If you see that truck running around, please let me know because it's mine. It's a nice truck to lose. It's a really nice truck. Yeah, it was a really nice truck to lose. Not very many miles on it. And yeah, it, it you know, it drove off with somebody else in it not that long ago. Somebody's got a nice truck. Yeah, somebody's got a nice truck. You know, again, I'm insured and all that, but still, it's just the hassle factor. Some of what we talked about during that last hour, it's the hassle factor. But yeah, if you see my truck running around, let me know, would you please? By the way, there's very few. In fact, there's only one other one that I know of. Mega Cab, 3,500 Rams running around that have been debadged and have really nice, you know, red and black pinstripes down the side. Probably, it's a one-of-a-kind truck. So you're not going to see that anywhere. Oh, by the way, it has a plow mount on the front to boot. So you're not going to see that truck anywhere else. So just a side note, give us your favorite uh, horror movie that involves cars, 303-477-5600, or any other question, folks. Uh, whatever it happens to be, we'll answer those. But, yes, use pickup truck shortage in Colorado. That's driving the prices up. There's not a lot of new trucks on the lots as well. That's part of what's driving the used prices up. So if you've got a really nice truck, in fact, as a side note, if you got a really nice truck, you're looking to get out of it, drive up to Pure Force Chevrolet, they'll write you a check for it. That's one thing you can do. But if you're looking to buy a truck, just as a side note, as far as the use side goes, probably not the best time to buy one because the prices are through the roof are, are way up. Scott and Carter Springs, you're next. What's going on, sir? Hey, John, I, I can't help but think of that movie, Christine. Yeah, I figured that'd be the first one out. You're it. I don't. I don't know if that's a considered a horror movie. Oh yes, it I is. <laughs> Most definitely considered a horror movie. Hey, John, I, I can't tell you the enjoyment I, I get out of you guys. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you. We appreciate that, Scott, very much. I really do. I mean that. Thank you. Good talking to you, sir. You too. Likewise, appreciate it very much. Yeah, and thank you all the listeners. We have we have great listeners, and really appreciate all that you do. But you know what? One thing I don't mention enough is if it wasn't for guys like Josh and even you know Dennis and Larry in the past and others, our sponsors is what I'm getting at. The sponsors that would make this program happen on a regular basis. Yeah, I'm here on a routine basis talking, but the reality is if it wasn't for the sponsors making this all work, uh, because despite what a lot of folks might think, this, this thing costs some cash. Yeah, but it's a symbiotic relationship. That's right. You know? It works. It works. It, it does. does. So, and, and again, what I mean by that is please use our sponsors, and when you do... Tell them you listen to us on air. That means a lot not only to me but to them as well. And, and I know Josh will attest to this. When you say you're a radio show listener right off the bat, you just – I don't know if I can explain this correctly. There's just this feeling that the owner or the operator or the service advisor or whatever that they get for you right off the bat that, frankly, is not there from any other source of advertisement. Yeah, Am true. I right? Yeah. It's like you're part of the club or the family or whatever because you're a listener. Yeah, they already know you. They already know you. It's just it's just an instant connection that starts to happen there. So, again, what is your favorite horror movie involving a car or any other question that you've got when it comes to vehicles or maintenance or when to change oil? Or for some of you that even maybe have lost some vehicles in some of the fires that we just mentioned during Fix-It Radio, let me know. I can help you with even some of those things on losses when it comes to the vehicle side of it as well. 303-477-5600. Don't forget the text line. If you're listening on Sunday, you can text us as well. 307-200-8222. Again, 307-200-8222 is the text line. Steve in Colorado Springs, what's up, sir? Good afternoon. How are you? We're good. Thanks for calling, Steve. 
Good morning. Just a quick follow-up for the auto question on the insurance issues. Yes. I'd left a message with Larry. Next time Matt's on, ask him about a couple things going on. The insurance companies are trying to get to a 3% of the market value deductible, which, of course, on a 500 house is 15 grand. Primarily mm-hmm. roofs, hail damage. Gotcha. Second item, second item to ask him, and a lot of people, I wasn't aware of this, there's this nationwide database called Clue, C-L-U-E which is casualty loss, underwriting. Yep, I know experience. it. Yep. So what, what happens is, I mean, they doubled our insurance rates, but when you try to get insurance with anybody else, they tap that database, and, like, we cannot get with USAA until we've had five years claim-free. There you go. Yep. So yep. anyway, you That's exa- no, you're, that. No, you're exactly right. And in fact, Steve, one of the things I've been mentioning to my neighbors, uh, you know, where my cabin burned down is exactly what you just said, and that is no matter what your length of policy is right now, you, it would it would really pay you to start shopping as to who your replacement insurance is going to be because chances of your current insurance not canceling you is pretty low. Well, they didn't cancel us, but they doubled it from twenty four hundred to forty eight, and it's taken the better part of five years to get it back down again. Well, and in some in some cases, so. Steve, you have a big claim. In some cases, they'll just say we're not renewing your policy. You're done. We're not. We're, we're just not going to renew it. Sure. That, that's the other thing that'll happen. So anyway, side note. A lot of times, now, the auto question. I've got. Uh, Left bank, right bank, lean codes on an X3, and then looking at the boards, I don't think there's a per se vacuum leak in any of the hoses because it'll go away for several months and then come back and with the service light, and then you read it in the back to left bank, right bank, lean. And the two things that I see from the boards to check are the crankcase filter, and the other two things are the 202 center, uh, sensors. Do you have any experience with that as far as this? You said, bank, right go ahead, Josh. Bank, BM, a BMW X3? Correct. So, yeah, what I have seen is, yeah, the crankcase filter or sometimes the valve cover will cause it to go lean on both banks. Um, do you have a scan tool, like a little handheld one? Yes, I do. So and what, that's what the, the codes are coming up, left bank, uh, right bank lead. I think it's code 170, 171. And what's, yeah, yeah. And what you want to do is look at what's called fuel trims. So you probably yours probably has data in it. And go into it, and you'll see short-term fuel trim, the label, and long-term fuel trim, and see what those levels are. Usually, most will trip the light above 15% up or down. So, say plus or minus on the fuel trim. So, take a look at that and see if it corresponds. You know, drive it around. Don't watch it. Have somebody else watch it while you drive, of course. Right. But, but monitor so, so those. Again, drive around what? So, watch on the data where it'll show you fuel trims and see what the fuel trims say. And how fast they're going. And how fast they're switching. Because they, they need to be switching pretty fast, Steve. Yeah. And it shouldn't exceed so usually... So, the scanner in and drive around? Yeah, but have somebody have drive somebody else for you. Or, yeah, somebody drive for you and you read the scanner is what he's saying. That's what, that's what the shops do, by you. the way. It might. Will my scanner do that, the Cobra? Usually... Or does that take a separate scanner? I don't know. Does it have data? So, as long as your scanner has what's called data... As, as long as it's not just it a code reader. It needs to be a full scanner is what we're trying to say, Steve. So, it might be a separate scanner is what I'm thinking. Yeah. If you just have a code reader that's pulling out the actual P codes themselves or body control Correct. module codes or whatever, not the same. This Correct. needs to actually read, you know, what is timing, what's fuel trim, all those different things that are coming out of the data coming out of an actual scan tool. In one of the boards I read, kind of thinking thing, that crankcase breather, you got to replace the entire valve cover. You do. Although there's some ways around that. There is. I've, I've, it depends on which model. They had a little kit where you, like, popped off the top of it and put a breather in and had a new spring and all that stuff. And then 
and you could have fix you it. Seen o, have you seen O2 sensors cause that lean bank thing? They can, but the fact that you're on both, you know, right and left bank makes me lead more towards the valve cover. You know, because usually both O2s. It'll, it'll what's got me, it'll disappear for three, four, five months and then reappear. And that's, that's why and I think, think it's more the valve cover because that they tend to stick. There's a valve in there. You know, it's what used to be a PCV right. valve. They built into the valve cover. And they carbon up or with temperature, they'll stick and cause it to bring in too much air like an old PCV valve used to do and cause it to give you that lean code. One of the boards said to fire it up, take the oil cap off, put your hand on it, and see if it's sucking at all. Does that make any sense? That does make sense, yeah. And, it, you know, you always get a little bit or you get a You're little... You're going to have some vacuum no matter what. Right, but if you get a ton right. where it feels like it wants to pull your skin off your hand, then... Yeah, that's then too much. You know, it's it. That's probably the crankcase breather. That is the crankcase breather, yeah. All right. Thank you, Jen. You're very welcome, Steve. Thanks so much for calling. Russ and Cheyenne, hang tight. Want to talk to you as well. Don't go anywhere. Question of the day, what's your favorite scary or horror movie with a car or truck involved? That's the question of the day. We'll be right back. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. 
and not just my friends, but truly the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K-9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. Russ and Cheyenne, what's up, sir? Hey, how's it going? We're good. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, so um, I don't know if it's a, considered a horror movie, but I I, I kind of like Death Race. Or Death Proof, excuse me, Death Proof. Yeah. That was kind of a fun movie. Yeah. Um, somebody also had called in, by the way, and mentioned Killdozer, which I've, I've never seen Killdozer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. I mean they're kind of a they're different. They're uh, not your. I never saw that one. Uh, De- but death. By the way, Death Race is a good movie. I think actually I like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. And there's also I don't remember. I, I remember the first one that gave me nightmares as a kid was uh, they were in a uh, RV trying to get away from people. Um, they'd like walked in on a colt or something. Um, oh. I don't remember that one. And that was a... Uh, I'm sure somebody out there listening will remember that one. So anybody listening, yeah. call in and remind us of the movie uh, where they're trying to trying to run away in an RV. I, I never... I, something... I, Race with the Devil. That's what it was. Race with the Devil. I never saw yeah, that Yeah, it's one. like in, it's from like the 70s. It's, a, it's an older movie, but gotcha. I remember when I was a kid, I watched it, and it gave me nightmares. <laughs> I didn't know this. There's actually a Death Race 2 that I've never seen. Oh, I didn't know that From either. From 2010, Death Race 2. I didn't know they made a sequel to it. It wasn't very good, I it wasn't. in my opinion. No, okay, there you go then. <laughs> Get our That's movie review. Here we go. <laughs> That's good. Um, I have a quick question on oil. Go ahead. Um, so Rotella took the high zinc out of their oil. Am I correct on saying that for the diesel oil? Yeah, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can verify that or not. You could be right. Well, I don't know for sure. Because I'd, I'd heard that, and I got a buddy that's getting ready. He just bought a 94 uh, TJ with a straight six in it. Okay. And I told him to put the 1540 in it, and then he was like, well, I, I'm pretty sure you told me they quit putting the zinc in it. And I, I honestly, I can't remember. Because, um, like, in my hot rod, I still run the, the Rotella 1540. Um, I am... Um... To my knowledge, unless they've changed something recently when it comes to the zinc content, I thought that they still had zinc in them. Uh, that it, you know, that was higher on the the zinc content is what I 
I thought, but I, but again, I, the, the new Rotella T4 maybe has reduced zinc content. You know, Russ, you're, you're telling me something. I'm going to do some research. I, I honestly yeah. don't know. Okay. All right. I That's also like- know, you know, if anybody's got any questions on that, here's the other thing you can do. You can buy the Joe Gibbs driven racing oils, which actually they make a flat tap at camshaft oil for those particular engines and might actually be the best way to do. If somebody's got any kind of a, of a, of a worry on something like that, that's probably the oil I would use now. Now, now that they've got, because years ago when we started talking about the diesel 1540, they didn't make anything like the Joe Gibbs racing oil at that time for that particular, you know, that particular application. Now that they do, that's pro- if I had a flat tappet engine, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, I think that'd be the Where do you go. get that at, though? Uh, you know, I, I am guessing, hang on here, I, I haven't looked here recently. You can probably buy it from him directly or, or um, hang on, I'm looking at something here. Um, I think you can get it on Amazon. Yeah, you can. You can buy it on Amazon as well. Okay. So right. I, I kind of figured I could probably, I figured you could either buy it from him directly or uh, from uh, Amazon. You might be able to find some other sources that have it as well. I'd have to shop that. That is not one of those things that you're going to run down to Napa and buy. Very few Napa okay. stores are going to carry that. Summit Racing. Too. Summit, Jags, yeah. Amazon. Yeah. You know, you start looking at some of those, they may have it. You know, Napa might be able to order it, but I don't know if they carry any of the Joe Gibbs line of products. Yeah, well, that's why. That's the exact reason why the last few engines I've built, I've just converted them to roller. It's a little more expensive to do it's, it. It way, is, but, but you eliminate what we're talking about when you do that. Mm-hmm. That's the plus yeah. side. I don't know on the that engine. Is, I don't think on his engine you can do that, though. I don't know I, if they do yeah. a roller on a four-liter. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. I don't but, believe. I've never seen one if they do. Yeah, you can just either. get much better cam profiles and stuff with a roller stuff. No, now, you're, so. no you're very well you know, you, no, Well said. <laughs> yes, you sure so, can. I know it's more money. But, but it's there's nothing like an old flat tap at solid lifter camshaft and, you know, an old you know, big block Chevy. Still, nothing sounds better than that. Just as a side note. Well, I was gonna say though, but I put a thumper cam in a in a motor with a roller. It actually sounds pretty good. Really? Yeah, I I was not unhappy with the idle on it. It had a it had a nice little ratty idle. So good. Um, you know, I I don't know. I guess they have the way to do that. It didn't seem like I gave up much horsepower on it to do it. So good. No, good for you. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. No, in his case, I, yeah, I, I think in his case, I would go, you know, the driven or you know the other. Th- and I haven't researched this for a while. The other thing to do would be to research: Does anybody else in that diesel fifteen forty weight, you know, still using a higher zinc content? And with some of the newer diesel oils, where they're trying to get that knocks down and not load up the DPF and so on, they may have taken some of that out as well. That I, I'd have to do some research yeah. on that. I don't know, Russ. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I guess the other, and, and, and real quick, that's one too where, you know, on an old, you know, just a side note, on an old car where somebody's driving at 500 miles a year, yeah, frankly, probably to make a hill of beans a bit of difference, what oil, as long as it's got the right weight and it works, you're fine. But in this case, where he's driving it probably as a daily driver, that's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be his kids' daily driver. Yes. And if so. in that case, yes, it's a bigger deal. Yeah. You could also buy okay. ZDDP as just a, an additive and, and add it to whatever oil you want to use. You could do that as well. That That's still that's still available. Right. That's, yeah, that's not that a problem. You can still buy now. that. And I don't know. You know, I haven't checked to see if Amazon actually sells that. That Napa was selling that for a while, but I don't know if they still are. You can still get ZDDP on Amazon. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was in uh, 
advanced the other day, getting a belt and the uh, data sitting on the counter. So, so yeah, and that that'd be the other option. Which, by the way, might be you have to just, just weigh it well, out and see what's cheaper to do doing that or doing. But but they are going to have to do something on a routine basis. You can't go without it, as you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to put another motor. Exactly. In. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have to do that. He has no choice. So. Okay. All right. Thanks for your time, Russ. As always, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Questions? Let us know. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. This is Drive Radio. What is also your favorite horror movie with a car? Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. You can text us a question as well. Three zero seven. 282 We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Mistakes happen. Auto repair shops prove their mettle when something goes wrong. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker recognizes that mistakes happen. They're committed to doing what they say, even when that means replacing a failed part for free or honoring the original price they quoted a customer despite unexpected issues. They hear all the time from their loyal customers, that's what keeps them coming back because of how the entire team responds when something goes wrong. The techs at Extreme Auto level with you, following through to fix the problem. They don't just replace parts, they repair vehicles. It's that same degree of integrity that keeps their employees around long-term too. The average Extreme Auto technician has 16 plus years of experience and they stick around because they share the same commitment when something goes wrong. We do what we say. No arguments, no excuses. Just apologize and work to make it right. KLZradio.com slash extreme promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. 
As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening. Josh Goff with me from Legacy up in Boulder. And uh, question of the day is, what's your favorite horror movie with a car? We got another suggestion of Duel. I don't know if I've ever seen Have you seen that movie? Yeah, that was the one with the tanker truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's whose, Charlie? Steven Spielberg's first TV movie. Yeah. There you go. I, I love I did, that one. I did not know that. So there, I, I do remember the movie now. Bruno in Denver, what's going on? Well, somebody stole the Masando. That's what I wanted to say. It's a car with a 69 Lincoln Mark IV in it, and it got always pushed around uh, first by some uh, local town folk, and uh, then it went on the uh, uh, cemetery, and, and it's, it's just some crazy stuff on Angeles Crest Highway in California, you know, outside northeast of L.A. Interesting. It was just called The Car. Gotcha. The, the, other one, the Car, okay. Did somebody, yeah. Did somebody else say already, um, Christine? Yes, that was our first one out of the shoot. Oh, okay, I missed it. That's okay. a good one, by the way. Weird movie, but good. Yeah. Really weird oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of The Car. <laughs> The car's and, great, uh, though. The car's the best part of the movie. Quick, yeah, it is. Exactly. Exactly. A real quick question uh, to the gentleman of Boulder. Um, can you do the oil analysis by now? No, I'm still waiting on one more part, unfortunately. That's... On that spectrometer? Yeah, oh, okay. that's it. Right. But I got your number, okay, so I'm... as soon as I get it up, I'll give you a call and let you know. Oh, you remember. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. So I'm standing in line, you know. Okay. Okay, Bruno, Thank thanks, you. man. Thank I appreciate it. Thanks for calling very much. Eric, you're up next. What's going on, sir? Hey, guys. So uh, my favorite horror movie is I-25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or I-70, either one of those. You could take your pick. Yeah, exactly. So I got a question for you guys. Um, the other day I was perusing vehicles on eBay, which resulted in me doing a little research, and... I was looking at a couple of different Tahoes, Chevy Tahoes. They're, uh, these are, I guess, previously government vehicles. They have the SSV package. Okay. I guess, I guess it's called a severe service or special service package. Right. right. So oh, how much different are these than a regular Tahoe is question one. And question two on that is, how much different are the parts on these vehicles in terms of, like, brakes and various other suspension pieces for repair? What years are you looking at, by the way? I, didn't, I don't know if I caught that. I'm sorry if you said that. Um, the ones I was looking at, yeah, I did. The, one, the ones I was looking at uh, were 
are basically 2010 through 2015, the ones that we're showing up. Okay. What I've seen in them is they're just kind of stripped down. You know, they don't have all the bells and whistles that, you know, a lot of the normal Tahoes have. You know, uh, AM, FM yeah. radio instead of like CD player, or, you know, so the work truck kind of special on it. Uh, Parts-wise, usually... I think they've got a little more under, underbody uh, protection, if I'm not mistaken. Some of this I'm doing from memory, Eric, but I think some of them have a few more skid plates and things along those lines underneath. Uh, but as far as parts and all that go, to Josh's point, I can't think of anything different on them at all. Okay. Yeah, because I saw some that were... There's a few of them that are the 5.3s, and then there was several of them that have the 6-liter in them. Right. And so that's, and I was looking at it, and I was like, interesting. And uh, it, it seems like the five threes are all like various police departments or fire departments they came from. The six leaders look like they came from, the, from a government, as they list it, says our former quote unquote government vehicles, and they all came from the southern U.S. So like Forest Service or BLM, somebody like that. Well, probably. I mean, they, they look. I, I, I almost look like it might have been Border Patrol or something like that. It could that. be. Yeah, it could be as well, too. Yeah, yeah. that could also be. I was going to say or a fed, you know, some sort of a federal vehicle. So, yeah, Border Patrol. Yeah, that's, along those yeah, lines, they, sure. yeah that's what they look like. It's yeah. mostly all federal vehicles. Because, yeah. I mean, all the ones that had the six liters are all white. They're either white or black. Yep. yep. And so, you know, that's... Not, and you know, the, one uh, thing, the one thing you do have to watch on those, if, again, I'm doing this from memory... But not all of those are four-wheel drive. That's the one thing mm -hmm. you got to be careful of yeah. on some of those. Is some of the southern states bought those as two-wheel drive only? Yeah, and I noticed that when I was looking through them. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was looking through them. It, but the other question on this was some of the ones I was looking at. Uh, the mileage seems to be in the ninety-four to one hundred and five thousand range. Okay. So what? I mean, if they're former government vehicles. What what do you think the maintenance history is going to be on those, and which would be the better way to go? Yeah, usually it's really good. Yeah, very good. They have a good program, so they do it all. You know, they got every oil change they're supposed to get and all that. It's just the thing you don't know is, and this is where it gets a little tough on those vehicles is, you know, did one guy drive it the entire time, or did it have twenty drivers driving it the entire time? Those are the unknowns that you will you yeah, will never, never know. know. Yeah. If you can find that one vehicle where one guy drove it for that entire time and. <laughs> He was, you know, even in charge of making sure it was maintained properly, which a lot of those guys will do. That's a really great vehicle. On the same token, you get one that 25 people have driven off and on. I don't know if I want that one. And that's the problem. I've seen them. You don't know. Yeah, but some are absolutely beautiful, great deals, and the next one. Some are crap. Just terrible. Yeah, some are junk. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the prices are all over the place. They seem to be anywhere from 10000 to about 15000 Right for them. What I'm curious about is, you know, like I say, the mileage on them all seems to be between 94 and right. 105,000 miles. Um, would the six liter be a better option nope. on that versus you? Or well, let me three? say this. I shouldn't say that. Uh, let me back up. Depends on how thick your wallet is on spending fuel, on spending money on fuel. If you don't mind spending money on fuel, buy the six liter. If you want better fuel economy, buy the five, three power wise, believe it or not, not a huge amount of difference between the two on power. No, not really. Well, I, I heard you say something, John. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Somebody called. And you were they were looking at one with over a hundred thousand on a six liter, and you were saying that it probably would last three hundred thousand. Yeah, they're good. They're a good engine, and well, the five threes will as well, actually. But it, you know, the six liter is a great engine. It was their heavy duty truck engine that they used. the The downside to the six liters, and to this day, they just don't do well on fuel economy. And don't ask me 
why that is a question I've never been able to answer. I think it has to do with just intake head design, the way the way the engine itself works, and so on. It's just not a fuel efficient engine. No, it's not. not anyway. Okay. And and believe and I own I've owned numerous of those. So I, I'm speaking on. I think I still have two of them left in my fleet, Eric. So I'm speaking, you know, kind of a, on authority on that. They just don't do right. well when it comes to the the fuel economy side. Good engine, just not good on fuel economy. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I was looking at them, and, and the wheels were turning in terms of what I – because I did a little research on what the SSV packages were in terms of they seemed like they have heavier-duty underpinnings, and the wheels were turning in terms of, hmm, here's a vehicle that might last a really long time, and I could have a lot of fun modifying for various purposes. I don't think you're going to get any more life out of it than you would another low mile, you know, one one off, one owner, you know, some some you know, you know some older person even that owned it and decided to get out of it, and it's got sixty, seventy thousand miles on it. I, honestly, Eric, I don't think there's going to be, as far as modifying and all that, there's no difference on that end of it at all. Okay. None. In okay. fact. If I'm not mistaken, I think, and I don't know this for sure, somebody would have to double-check me on this, but I think those police packages have a lower stance as far as that SUV end of it goes versus a regular standard Tahoe because they're trying to get it to be a little bit more cornering and, and yeah. a, little bit, a little bit better in that world than what a normal Tahoe would be. And if you look at them, they'll even look like they've got a lower stance. Well, yeah, and that, and that's what's weird is when I was looking at these on, on eBay, there's, there's, like, there's a company in Chicago that sells a lot of these, and it's funny, they list some as PPV, which is the police, per, police pursuit package. Right. Then they also list, uh, list them as uh, other ones as SSV. And, you know, and it shows, says on there that these are different packages. They probably are. On there. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, the police pursuit package will be different than the other pack. And the police pursuit, I'd, again, I'd have to go back in and look at all the spec sheets. Yeah. Might have a little different gear ratio. You know, things along those lines uh, might even have a little bit bigger, bigger breaking. Bigger breaks. Again, I, I'd have to look at all that to double check. I, I, I honestly, it's not one of those things I've ever really followed because I, I, yeah. I, I'll and, never and own one, be. so I don't care. <laughs> well, and, and that's what's funny is, is, and that was kind of my thought was you said about the bigger brakes was, that was my thought was okay if I buy one of these and when it needs brakes, am I going to have a problem? No, there's enough getting, of them in service no. where you'll still be able to buy parts. That's not an issue. Okay. There's a gazillion well, of these I, out there. That's not a problem. Yeah. Well, because I was looking on Napa, and Napa doesn't show anything, like, if, if it has, like, a specific package or anything like that. So that's why I would And they sure. may not even be any different then. No, I don't think so. Okay. And, again, I, and okay. I don't know. Again, I, it's one of those areas that I just, I've yeah. never followed it because I, I'm not a guy that likes to buy X, you know, police vehicles because typically if you look at how they're used and abused, I, I don't want to be anywhere near one of those. Yeah, 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 and that's a fear. I mean, if I if I could get one for a reasonable enough price, then it, then it might be. I'd buy a rental car before I'd buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, some of the hurt deals hurts had. I kind of now kick myself. I wish I would have picked one up from them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, side note. Yeah, I, you know, I again, it, you know, yeah. if, if you decide to, great. Just make sure you get it good and checked out prior. That's the only thing I would recommend. Other than that, I don't think yeah, it's a bad and, deal. It's a good deal. I yeah, don't know. And, yeah, and that, and that's like I say, because some of them, uh, it seems like the the ones that are police pursuits were all wheel drive, um, you know, just says uh, low lock, neutral, four high, and then four lock. Gotcha. And then the ones that were SSV are two wheel drive, flat, you know, they're they're a standard four wheel drive. It, it had four low, neutral, two, 
and four high. Gotcha. And that seemed to be, you know, one difference on there. And, I mean, I guess if I was going to do it, I'd almost have, rather have that. Right. Because I, I think that would make a difference. I know that would make a difference in mileage. Yes, it would. You're right. Slightly, but, you know. No, it would. It would. Uh, well said. All right. Well, All right, Eric, I think no. I'm going to do some more research okay. and see if I can find Let one. Let us know. Deal. Sounds great. Might nope. see if I pick one up. Sounds right, great. Thanks, Appreciate it. Felipe and Bill, hang tight. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Get your unique vehicle insured for what you know it's worth. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance gives you the coverage you expect, which means you have the money to replace your vehicle when something goes wrong. Here's a real story from a customer of Paul. A brand new custom vehicle in transport was not strapped on correctly. It fell off the transport vehicle and onto the highway through no fault of the owner. Because he had insured his vehicle with Paul Lewinberger, he filed a claim and replaced the vehicle, no questions asked. In fact, American National Insurance went to bat for him against the transport company to make sure he got the coverage he expected. With any other insurance, that story might have ended very differently. Make sure your unique vehicle is insured correctly so you get the coverage you expect. Call the personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Felipe and Golden is next. Felipe, what's up, sir? Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I have a movie with a car. Let's hear it. It was Steve McQueen. Which one was it again? 
Bullet. Bullet. Oh, Bullet. Yeah, good movie. Awesome movie. Yes, it was. You know, the Mustang. You know know how many Mustangs they sold the first year they made them? They did what now? Do you know how many Mustangs they sold? I have no idea. In production? No, how many? 700,000. Wow. A lot of cars. Yeah, just an awesome car. A lot of cars. Yeah, sure is, Flippy. Yep. Put Ford back on the map at that time is what it did. Saved him, basically. Mustang saved him. I had Coke in the Mustang. Mm hmm. Yep, sure did. That was Leah Coca. Yeah, Leah Coca was the designer and the, you know, kind of the, not the designer, but was the, the brainchild, I guess you could say, the brains behind the Mustang. Yeah. Yep. He saved him. One last thought for you. Say that again. Go Trump. Oh, yes. There you go, Felipe. Thank you very much. Okay. Appreciate it. Have a great yeah. weekend, by the way, Felipe. Sorry, it was really bad connection. I'm sorry. I was having a hard time hearing Felipe. Bill in Lakewood is next. Bill, what's up, sir? Hey, how's it going? We're good. How are you? Well, don't comment. Hey, uh, so as far as the cars, are they downsizing them? And are they, are they dropping the prices on them? I'm looking, I'm about ready to get something new, and I'm thinking about since they finally closed down the mountains, I might go with an SUV, and I see that, that Chevy came back out with the Trailblazer. Is that tiny from what I've seen on it's YouTube? It's smaller, yes, it is. Is it smaller than the tracks? Uh, no, no, it's in between. Okay, so so smaller than the Equinox then? Uh. Yeah, I think if I'm okay, I gotta look this up, and I, I apologize. I should I should know this off the top of I'm, my I'm head. I'm on Chevy's website, and they got the Trailblazer, then the Tracks, then the Equinox, and the Blazer, which looks like it's going bigger, bigger, bigger. Yeah, and I I'm I, the Trailblazer's bigger. Well, I shouldn't say this. See, it's longer like... than the Tracks. I don't want to say it's actually necessarily bigger. I believe if you looked at the wheelbase length on them, Bill, I think the wheelbase is a little longer on the Trailblazer versus the Tracks. But yeah, they're like basically the... a similar size, quote-unquote, vehicle. Well, is it so? Is the Trailblazer going to be like the old Trailblazer? or No, no, no. It's going to be smaller. No, you know, it'll be smaller. It, 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 it is basically their smallest least expensive SUV is what they're doing with the Trailblazer. Was always that because see we've had, I think two of them in the past, and I I always liked the Trailblazer. Then they did away with it. Yeah, and well, and it's and as you know, it's back. It's just a it's a it's right. You know, it's more. Let me let me see if I can say this right. It's probably more of a CRV size. Is probably the best way for me to say. Yeah, that. I think that was, that's is that correct. a good, good way to say yeah. it, Josh? So uh, so you want a um, a used. Uh, um, Colorado, my ZR2. You selling it, no are miles you? miles on it <laughs> when I trade it in. You're going to sell it off, are you? It's got 4,000 miles on it. Wow, that's not very many. But I, I can't remember, bad. Bill. Is it blue? I can't remember what color it is. It's the deep woods forest green that looks black most Okay, of it's it. the dark green. Gotcha. But it's, uh, it's like a brand new truck. I don't know what I would do with two of them. So. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. And it's it, it's a, a gas deal. engine, right? It's good. What's that? It's a gas engine, right? Right, right, okay, right. Gotcha. It's got the six. But it's, it's only got 4,000 miles on it. Yeah, that'll, that'll bring you pretty. Right now, Bill, that's worth a lot of money, actually, on the on the trade side. So if you're going to do something with it, now's the time to do it because the, the truck market's way up. Well, I got, it's a lease, so I got until um, 
It's, it's, I think it's December or January. Well, you'll be fine on that one, I think. In fact, if you could yeah, get out I'm of it a little early, which they probably would, knowing the value of that, they'd probably let you out of it a little early even because it's worth money. Well, I'm not in no hurry right now. Well, see, the problem is with that is is because of medical reasons. It's a, With that two-inch lift, it kind of kills me. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I can understand that. I'm almost 70 years old. I fully understand getting, that one. I'm not getting taller. Yep, no, I, I hear you. Fully understand that. I one. wasn't. I was only five eight to start off with. <laughs> you, you know, you shrink as you get older. There you go. Okay. Good one, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, and I hope you feel better. And yeah, just let me know how, how you come out on that. If you need any help or anything, let me know. Bill and Centennial, you're next. What's going on, Bill? Hey, good show, guys. My favorite car was Vanishing Point. Remember that movie? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Hey, I got some information, just kind of background for you people. You know, you notice these big car dealerships, basically down south here, uh, that have these huge tents to cover up their yep. cars. Yep. And they're protecting them for hail damage and Correct. sunshine and all that. Well, there's a little backstory behind that because I was in insurance for years. Each one of those tents holds six cars. Okay, when a car dealership has hail damage, they have a deductible per car, the dealership does, of $2,500. Right. So all the cars that are damaged out there out in the open, $2,500 the pop. dealership has to pay for. That's right. And the manufacturer pays the difference. Well, those tents cost $15,000 a piece, and they hold six cars. So if you take six times $2,500, what the deductible would be for, that pays for the tent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's why they have for them good. Up. And then in for good, because the other thing you're talking about, that that's a claim each time it hails. Dealer up by Fort Collins that put the tent up, and then they went one step further and invested the money to put solar on top of the tent, uh, and they said it's paying for their dealership's electrical. I can gotcha. believe that. Yeah. 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 Could very well be. Yeah. So I, I like the idea of the tents to protect hail damage and keep the car cooler. Oh, I do too. I think it's great. I mean, it, I, it's a great idea. Why a lot? You know, honestly, why they all don't do that is beyond me. And even with the smoke, all the ash we've been getting, I was yep. at the dealership the other day, and you know they're not getting covered with ash. Correct. Yeah, you can go and look at a new car without the blaring sun on you, and it's so daggone hot. <laughs> no, and you're right. In the winter time, they don't have to shovel off the snow off the cars. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, that was just my comment. So I just wanted to say there, it's cost effective for the dealerships to put them up. They're out one cost initially fifteen grand, but think of all the money they save from year to year on mm-hmm. hail damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Good show, guys. Thanks. Hey, thank no, you. thank you very much, Bill. I appreciate the phone call as always. Uh, Dan and Lakewood, how are you, sir? Dan. Yes, Dan. How are you? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty good. I got the 2013 Chevy Express van. It's got the six-liter engine. Got any ideas how I could get better mileage on the highway? Trade it in and go buy another vehicle with a different engine. <laughs> I mean, I only. So I mean, I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to be funny, but Dan, not much. There's really nothing you can do. I only get about 20 miles per gallon on that thing. That's you're doing pretty you're good. You're doing well. You're doing well above anybody else driving one of those. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well above. Well, my brother, my brother has one just like it, and he he gets about the same. There, you're doing very well. Most of those in a truck, Dan, that's a 14, 15 mile to the gallon truck. Yeah, I'd call 17 a good number on you're, that. One. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing 20, you're doing fabulous. Oh yeah. Well, you're doing. Okay, you're I'll doing. I, I'm not joking. You are doing fabulous on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, you're doing great. And honestly, no. On a six-liter, there's no nothing you can do. Okay, thanks. You're very welcome, Dan. I mean, try to keep your foot out of it as much as you can. Yeah, on a six-liter, there's not much you can do. And really, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because that's one of those vehicles that no matter how you drive it, it's the same mileage. No, you pull horse trailer behind it, you still get 20. I've, owned, I, I've owned them. It, it, just, uh, it doesn't change a whole lot. Yeah. Ken and Centennial, you're next. Hello, Ken. Hi, John. How are we doing? Good morning. Great. Thank you. Hey, I've got a friend that lives in uh, Arizona. Uh, altitude's about 1,600 feet. He's got a 2017 Forester uh, with that, I guess it's that 2.5-liter engine. It's got 28,000 miles on it. He parks it in the garage, and uh, it's usually about 110 degrees in his garage. And uh, he's got lifter noise when he first starts it. Is there any BG product that might help that? I mean, you could put an MOA in. Also, you know, most of those two fives have old mechanical valves that can be adjusted, too. So, you oh, know, I would try the, I, the MOA, you know, will help with, you know, that. But if it still happens, it might just need a valve adjust. Okay. Now, I, they recommend a 020 weight oil in that. He's using a 030 Mobile One. Does that make any difference? I don't think it will, you know on that car at all yeah it should be it should be fine with both in it okay so the moa is what motor oil additive so it's a, a product you add to the oil it helps keep everything clean in there it also helps lubricate everything and it's a little thicker too so it'll, you know probably help with the startup and it kind of sticks to the walls and and you know makes startups a lot easier when you put that in your crankcase okay I can't believe it. His average temperature is 110 degrees. No, I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Unbelievable. It really is. Okay. That was it. Thank okay, you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. For all of you listening to the BG products, and if you have any questions on BG, you can go to their website, bgprod.com, bgprod.com. But we use all the BG products throughout the, the group here. They're just good. They're great products. And, you know, do we highly recommend them? Yes. And for those of you with direct injection engines, this is really, mm -hmm. you know, specific just to you. And if you don't know if you have one or, or not, you know, call one of our facilities. They can tell you whether or not you have a direct, direct injection engine or not based upon your VIN number. Just have your VIN number ready. Give that to them. And they can in a lot of cases, they can tell you right off the top of the head what that particular car has because in some cases it's all they came with. But if you have your VIN number, it does help. But if those of you that have direct injection engines, there are specific things we want you to do to keep the carbon down, which then keeps your mileage and maintenance. So it keeps the mileage up and the maintenance down on down the road. And there's a product that they use called EPR, Engine Performance Restoration, that on direct injection engines, you want to use every single oil change, change yeah. right? Exactly. Every oil change. Yeah, because they're just making so much carbon. And with, with the EPR in there, we're able to, you know. Really minimize it. Minimize it. Yeah. So that, and then 44K on a regular basis, and then the MOA is just an, as a mortar oil additive. We'll talk more about that, folks. We've got two more hours coming your way. Drive Radio, we've been asking the question, what's your favorite scary car movie? 303-477-5600. Richard's going to join us, my son, here in a few minutes. We've got a couple of car reviews we'll do in a moment as well, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hour 2 is next. Rush to, or sorry, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.